Welcome to another edition of The Tigers Down Under. I'm your host, as always, Alex, and with me tonight I have Dan. How are you, Dan? Um, yeah, I'm all right. I'm a little bit um, picked up a little bit in spirits after the uh, that game against Swansea. Yeah, what a remarkable game it was. Uh, interesting way to start the weekend with a 4-4 draw against Swansea. Um, it, it was a, it was a pretty pretty unexpected scoreline, I guess, after you've got two sides that didn't have a shot on target between them in their uh, in their midweek games. Um, I guess you know it, remarkable in the sense that Lopez and also Madison got their first goals for the club. Eve's getting a stoppage time equaliser, um, and who, who who am I forgetting? Who was the fourth goal? Wilkes. Wilkes, of course. Yeah, two goals in three games or something like that. I think so. Um, all round, you know. I guess, you know, silver lining is the positives of our attacking players finding their feet, Madison getting his first goal, but um, I guess defensive frailties are always an issue, but um, I guess when you when you go down 4-3 in the 83rd minute, I think it was, you're always going to take a point at that at that stage. So so what did you make of it? Um oh, it was just a, it was just a frenetic, wild, crazy game it was you know we we started so brightly and and deservedly took the lead uh and then off a i think the their first was a was that the short corner routine they did or something uh, oh no the first one was the first was just that, that cross the across the goal, box I think, where yeah. i think elder and yeah. um elder and um uh mclaughlin just got sucked into the play and 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 their man was at the back oh uh, yeah, that's right. Pennington went to ground. Um, McLaughlin charged forward, and then Elder charged forward and left the um, yeah the, the the rear the back post sort of fair, very very open. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was a bit and but when we when we were attacking, um, I thought we were, looked pretty, fairly dangerous for the most part. You know, created uh, uh, plenty of opportunities, um, but it was just those uh, defensive um, frailties once again, and it was. Interesting. I was reading um, about some of the stats, and basically, like it's, they said when we've had our first choice back four of Elder, Device, Burke, and Lehigh, um, and the only time we've had that was, was that was there was ten games in November and December, and we picked up like twenty out of twenty-four points or something. Yeah. And without without that back four, it's like twelve of thirty. <laughs> it's something ridiculous. Like it's it's so wild how. Um, how different those those numbers are, but I think um, I think you see if you, with uh, all the, the 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 teams that are winning competition, basically if they you know they they have a solid team and they can play you know close to the same eleven or they have that strongest team available all you know consistently, they perform really really well, um, or they you know have the the resources that allows for um, a, you know stronger depth, but you know you look at without you know trying to draw comparisons to Liverpool or in any sort of, sort of way but you know they've had a very stable back four for essentially two seasons and um 
pretty much and and their defense you know the defensive record shows that and if oh and, if, and the perfect comparison as well as to manchester city where you look at laporte coming out of that back line early in the season and, and they've certainly struggled after that i don't think it's any coincidence you look at in any sport really um you know the sides that do well tend to be the sides that have a really lucky run with injuries and for whatever reason even you look at um, Scott's injury in his first or second training session with us going down within seconds of stepping on the pitch. It's it's just something about whether it's, you know, whether we need to get the ground keepers um, flattening the surface a bit more at the training pitch, whether it's just un- unluckiness. Um, we just seem to have a really rotten luck with injuries. Yeah, um, and I think that's sort of the, the, the key um, for of our poor form at the moment is you know at that one point we had 12 seniors out um mm. and you know we've we've joked about a few times that um infamous uh pre-season photo in portugal um you know we were almost reminiscent of that again with the yeah. amount of injuries we you know injuries we had so um you know we we got we got through we didn't pick up as many points as we wanted you know over the last few weeks but we've you know a few young guys have got um, their opportunity on the bench. You know, James Berry got um, a bit of time uh, the other week. Um, it's not all bad. I think, um, you know, the the positives from the 4-4 is, that, you know, we actually won. We scored some goals, um, yep. which had been missing. Um, and we never really looked out of the game, I don't think. Even when, even at, like you say, we went down, uh, went a goal behind in the 83rd minute, and you, you sort of go, we're maybe running out of time but i never really thought like you know i you know i thought we we still were in with a chance because we were you know we'd thrown on we'd changed to two two up top we you know which thrown you know i thought i thought we're giving a good account of ourselves anyway so um yeah it was it was just a wild it was just a wild game it was um it's hard to to put your finger on a few yeah some good some good good performances and some um, in so, in some regards, I mean, I, I guess the other big talking point out of the game as well was uh, Jackson Irvine being handed the captain's armband, presumably for the rest of the season, um, and and he was pretty instrumental in a couple of our goals. I think he played um, a few great balls out wide to to first Elder to then whip in some crosses, and then also to Batty who got. I think the assist for the third goal, I want to say. Um, so he he was starting to sort of look a bit more of a commanding presence in that midfield spot and. Um, clearly is one of our more senior players in the side at the moment, um, especially with the injuries that we've had. So what do you make of his performance and also of him getting the armband? Um, yeah, I thought, um, I thought he was, he was, um, good. I thought he was his usual, um, energetic bustling self. Um, and I thought for the most part, um, I thought you mentioned, you know, his passing, I thought his passing was, was for the most part really good. Um, which I, admittedly probably over the last few weeks i think his passing has been down a little bit you know he he can he actually can you know every now and then he play he has a really good eye and can play a magic ball um we've seen it a few times this year playing you know grisicki or bowen into the box off some really lovely balls but um i think he's been a little bit probably inconsistent over january and, and february with the passing but i think he really stepped it up and i think that might just be you know that that, that extra weight of responsibility he might be something that he really relishes as 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 captain so yeah um well m- moving on uh, to look ahead to the weekend we do have preston away uh, on the saturday night and it feels a long time ago now to, to look back at that home win against them where we beat them 4-0 um, so obviously a very different lineup we will have 
going into this one and it's a very different sort of uh, a beast to approach this game um, in a much worse position I guess form wise than, than we were at the time um, they've won uh, they've won three of their last five games and they're sitting sixth so it will be a pretty difficult challenge um, although they did lose last time out to Millwall um, I, I guess the, the positive that we can sort of take coming into this game is that we do have that bulk of senior players fit or, or at least coming back to fitness now I think McGann said that guys like, you know, Device and Burke, Samuelson, uh, Terrell, uh, Stewart, who made the bench against um, Swansea, should all be, you know, approaching match fitness, which is a real positive. I think, you know, calling back to that stat that you mentioned before where the uh, the back four being what it was, um, was a larger contributing factor in us picking up points. Um, obviously, Lehigh's out for the season, but if we can get three of those four back four back in, I think that'd be a great step forward. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, and then it, I guess with that, it becomes it's a uh, Pennington and McKenzie, I guess, are vying for that right back position. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would be hard, I think, at this stage, based on you know each of their performances in that position, it would be hard to really um, say that one is uh, a clear front runner in in that battle. But um, I think. Uh, it's also good to see um, Angus McDonald finally cleared yeah. back back at training. Um, you know, he's he's going to be a while before he's um, you know ready for the first team. But I think McCann said he wants to um, work his fitness up, get him in the under 23s, get a few games in before he um, before he steps into to the first team. But it's um, after a horrendous 18 months, first with DVT and then bowel cancer, to be um, to be back here, to be back you know training again and and back in with the side um is is an amazing accomplishment um for just for him um personally so that's um that that's awesome as well yeah definitely i mean as we were saying you know with the 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 luck that we've had with injuries it it can be um pretty crazy to think that the 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 poor luck that um angus mcdonald's had so as you say i mean even just getting back to training and, and getting back amongst the um amongst the boys would be a huge positive for him and whether or not he he gets back into the senior side this this season i think it's still um, a real positive end to the season for him. Um, are there any? So I guess I, I guess it's hard to it's hard to suggest changes to the side for for Preston without knowing the fitness levels of some of the players. But I guess based on the performance against Swansea, are there any changes that you sort of see to make? Um, for instance, I mean, I, I I know we both sort of share the same opinion of, of Magenis. I think you know, interestingly, he he was voted man of the match in that game. Except you know, I, I'd probably still prefer to see Eves up top. Um, especially now with that bit of confidence from scoring that equaliser late on. Um, and the other option, which, I mean, I've seen a few people talking about, which, you know, is why not start Kane Lewis-Potter up top? I, I'm kind of interested to see why we haven't given him that opportunity to see what he can do. Um, perhaps McGann sees him more long-term as a winger, I'm not sure, but um, give, give the kid a, a run in the senior side, give him a start and see what he can do, I reckon. Um, yeah, I mean, at this stage of the season um and where we are i mean but it can't really it can't really hurt um worst case scenario if if he's not if he can't if he doesn't perform in there you know you can um hook him at half time without you know trying to be cruel about it but um you know if you get going from the off you've got plenty of time to see how he um how he pans out and make changes if you need to um but i think if i was going to make changes um, I'd probably only be thinking if if it was Device or Burke were, were were fit enough to start, they'd probably be the only changes yeah. I'd think about bring, bringing them back into the into that middle of the defence. But um, 
you know, it'd be interesting if Terrell is, um, you know, fit enough, um, even for 15 or 20 minutes um, at the end of the game. He um, has the potential to be a real um, game changer, game winner. If he's um, if he's on and, and can stay fit for the rest of the season, he could be a real asset. Yeah, and I mean, he's another one who's who's uh, whose career with City has really been cruel by injuries. And when he's fit, he's been you know one of the best players in the side, and especially that run of games that he had earlier this season, where he really should have sort of showed a lot of promise. Um, it would be great to see if he can get back into the side. Um, I guess also looking at the Barnsley game because we can kind of look at them as a collective. I guess the other element that's interesting with Barnsley is, of course, that Wilkes will be um, unable to play against his parent club. So. Um, I guess from that point of view, we then look at other options on the wing. Um, I guess with Samuelson potentially back to full fitness, it would be interesting to see him get a run into the side. Um, and I noticed, I guess, against Swansea, we, we probably we were sort of playing Irvine in that wider position, which is a bit of an interesting one. Uh, it would be good to get a bit more natural width in the side. So again, that makes me question whether Ken Lewis Potter should be in the starting side one way or the other. Um, and and then I guess against Barnsley the option would be to throw Samuelson in. Yeah, um, yeah. With Wilkes unavailable, I think um, based on how things have been going, I, I imagine it would probably be um, Ken Lewis Potter um, against Barnsley. Um, but yeah, I mean, you've got we're, we're starting to get some options again, which is. Um, which is a nice position to be in, um, and hopefully, you know, if we if we can continue to th- th- these the players that are currently fit stay fit, and the remaining few come back into fitness, um, bar obviously Lehigh um, and Scott who are out for the season. Um, you know, I think there's still plenty of games left, um, and we have a lot of games against the. I think we just about play all by one of the current bottom six teams, I think. So um, we've got not an easy run into the end of the season, but we have plenty of opportunities to pick up, you know, and we only need two or three wins, I think, yeah, you know, and, and we'll be, and we'll be safe um, for this, for this season. So there's plenty of opportunities to, to do that. And I think um, in the coming week, um, you know, three, um, I, I'd say at least three, you know, four points would be great. Um, but I'd say I'd, I'd be hopeful, you know, for a, a, a good solid performance against Preston, backing up from um, Swansea, hopefully tightening up a little bit. But, you know, uh, I'm probably not super hopeful, but, you know, maybe a draw. But I, I'd be um, fairly, fairly hopeful and confident um, that we could we could get the three points against Barnsley. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd, I'd like to think that we've sort of turned a corner after that Swansea game that we've sort of... I mean, everyone sort of said when Bowen and Grizzicky left, where are the goals going to come from? And um, that certainly didn't seem to be a problem against Swansea. So hopefully that gives uh, the players from the side a, a bit of confidence. It was great to see Madison get his first goal, for instance. I mean, he's he's looked really lively since coming in. So hopefully that goal really kind of helps him kick on. Um, same with Malik, uh, Malik Wilkes. So um, for both of them, it, it could be a really great opportunity against Preston to, to kick on and get some consistency in their game. Um, of course, unfortunate that Wilkes can't then back up against Barnsley. But um, like you said, I think if we can get three points, maybe even four points from the two games, I think that would be a great return. Um, you know, give, given the fact I think we've got two points from our last uh, 15 available or, or whatever it is, uh, 18 available maybe from the last six games. Um, I think I think that would be quite a promising return. 
um, and then we just see where we go from there. I think, like you said, it's only it's only two or three wins that are needed to to set, to to really secure our safety, and then. Once you're safe, you can really start looking forward and planning for the next season. Um, I feel like we sort of every season have have issues where we can't really look at renewing players' contracts or sorting out players' contracts until we know what division we're in. And every season, it seems to be left quite late to uh, to have that confirmed. So the sooner that happens, the better we can start looking at next season and start planning, you know, player contracts and, and player movements and all that sort of thing. So uh, that would certainly be a positive. Um, well, just before we finish off tonight, um, we did speak just before about the 4-0 win over Preston and, and we're casting our minds back to another 4-0 win in our football flashback. It's a, uh, a 4-0 away win at Cardiff in the Premier League, which happened just about, uh, would have been six years, uh, yeah, about six years ago now because it would have been early 2014 under Steve Bruce, first season back in the Premier League. Um, it's the quirky stat of being, I believe still, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's worst home defeat in the Premier League. <laughs> back when he was manager of Cardiff, and it was courtesy of two Yelovich goals, a Livermore goal, and a Huddleston goal. So um, I, we, we sort of we, we watched the, the highlights of this one just before we recorded, and looking back at it, I, I almost feel like it was one of our most complete Premier League performances. Um, I know we had that 6-0 win against Fulham, but um, in terms of just the side just looked very... It gelled very well. It looked very complete. It looked very natural all over the pitch. Long and Yelovich linking up top really well. Um, it just looked like you know it was a great performance from a from a great city team. Yeah, it was. Um, it was one of the yeah, uh, as you say, a great performance. And um, and Yelovich at, at the time was was um, was he went great for us um, while we had him for the most part. So um, he it was a really strong performance from him. Um, a nice you know a sort of a trademark long range. Um, Huddleston strike, um, and then Livermore cleaned up um, a nice, you know, nice, nice passing movement through the midfield, and 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 you know, late run into the box, and and side footed, you know, in the bottom corner. Um, it was a sort of yeah, a, a good performance, and I think um, in term, yeah, Long and Yelovich probably one of our best, um, best, you know, f- forward two combination. Um, <laughs> Of players that we've that we've had, it's hard to think of of a pair who both who were both performing, you know, consistently well together, um, you know, for for such an extended period of time. Yeah, and and in a way, it was it was a shame that we only had them for the I think six or seven months that it ended up being. Um, obviously, long then getting sold to Southampton, but um, for yeah, that run of games, they were really fantastic together and. Um, you know, we, we didn't really secure our safety until I think it was a win against Swansea about a month or two later. But really, this 4-0 win against Cardiff, who who ended up going down and were basically one of our rivals for the relegation spots, this this was sort of the game that really sort of, to me at least, secured our safety and, and gave me a lot of confidence that we, you know, we basically from that point on turned our attention to the FA Cup run. Uh, yeah, um... It's yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was a great it was a great game to look to look back on. Uh, to you know, coincidentally, another game against the Welsh side where we were able to score four goals, but at least in that one, we were able to keep the clean sheet. Um, but thank you for joining me tonight, Dan. 
<laughs> no worries anytime <laughs> and thank you everyone for, li- everyone for listening in we uh we have two big games this week against preston and barnsley hopefully we can come away with the six points so yeah you never know maybe fortunes have changed now that we've uh started finding our scoring boots and players are coming back and uh we could be back here next time uh this time next week talking about two victories but until then come on city You've been listening to the official Hull City Australia podcast. For more discussion, join us on Facebook in the Hull City AFC Australian Supporters Group or follow us on Twitter at Hull City AFC Oz. The music was created by Amber and Black. This is on fire. We're going higher and higher. There's no turning back because you're